welcome back to the importance of everything the podcast as always i'm your host molly and i'm very excited for today's episode so hopefully you guys enjoy today with me is summer so yeah basically we're just going to talk about perfectionism and like how it impacts us and how it impacts other people uh where was i okay so um, I was wondering, could I read you something from this book? Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Okay, so um, I never shut up about this book because, like, everything in it, I just, like, feel in my soul. Um, but basically, it's called Enough As She Is, um, How to Help Girls Move Beyond Impossible Standards of Success to Live Healthy, Happy, and Fulfilling Lives, which I think everyone in IB needs to read because we're all perfectionists. and. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah, and it's like, it's pretty bad, not gonna lie. Um, so basically, it's just, the book is by this author called Rachel Sin- Simmons, Rachel Simmons, who's a psychologist, um, and basically she just studies like high-achieving girls um, and just like the culture surrounding girls in general. So I think her stuff is really interesting, would recommend, I think I talked about it in the last episode. So, for many girls today, the drive to achieve is fueled by brutal self-criticism and an acute feel of fa- fear of failure. Though young women have never been more successful, outpacing boys in GPAs and college enrollment, they have also never struggled more. On the surface, girls may seem exceptional, but internally they're anxious and overwhelmed, feeling that, no matter how hard they try, they will never be smart enough, successful enough, pretty enough, thin enough, popular enough, or sexy enough. We have raised a generation of women so focused on achieving that they avoid healthy risks, overthink setbacks, and suffer from imposter syndrome, believing that they are frauds. As they spend more time projecting an image of effortless perfection on social media, these girls are prone to withdraw from the essential relationships that offer solace and support and bolster self-esteem. I don't know about you, but like that just describes a nutshell. That was like hurtful (laughs) to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. That hurt my feelings. Wow. <laughs> like, why'd you have to call me out like that? Exactly. I think, like, the whole thing about, like, perfectionism and girls, especially in, like, relation to that, it's just, it's, like, what's expected, you know? Like, that's yeah. the baseline. Yeah. And I feel like there's, for girls especially, there's, um a lot of a lot of pressure to not only like do those things and and meet those standards but to also do it like confidently you know what i mean and and to not ever project that you're um it's weird because it's it's like this mixture of confidence and like self-deprecation where it's like you have to be confident enough to do it and look good doing it and you don't want to like be so um insecure that it like comes off and that people can tell that you're insecure but you gotta make enough self-deprecating jokes and like be unsure of yourself to the point where it's like funny and you're still like interesting and you're not you know a bitch or whatever um yeah and and that yeah and and that's like such a a weird thing to like think about because I think everyone's just like, well, that's just how it is. Like, all my friends are like that. Like, it's <laughs> normal. This is fine. I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, but it's really weird. And even, like, when you go on, a, on TikTok and things like that, and there's all these um, all these things just about being perfect and about, like, I was so stressed out that I threw up three times today. And instead of being like, whoa, are you okay? It's like, ah, twins. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that's how we find comfort in each other, which is so, like, when you think about it, messed up. And I was thinking about it, too, because I posted something one time, and I was just, like, and and it was, it was like, just, I didn't even think about it. It was just, like, a joke. And I was, like, guys, I'm so stressed out. Like, I'm on the brink of breaking down. And everyone was just like, yeah, twins, girl, like, da-da-da-da-da-da, and I was like, yeah, you know, my people, but that's, like, not okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think it's, like, a good way to describe it would be, like, I think, like, the stress Olympics, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because, like, everyone, I feel like sometimes everyone is just trying to outdo each other, like, you say, like, I got five hours of sleep tonight or last night, I'm so tired, somebody will jump in and say, well, I got three hours, and yes, exactly. i on coffee for two days, or, like, mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. It's, you always want to project that you're, you're working. Yeah. You always want to project that you, um, are, are like focused and, and, and that's the whole thing too, where it's like, you've got to be like a bad bitch and I'm here for like bad bitch culture, but like, <laughs> but that also comes with that, like, you can never sleep and you can never give yourself a break. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, like, you got to get your money up and, and fuck boys and like da, da, da. And it's become this weird thing where it's like, when you are crying over a boy, it's like, well, what's your problem? You know what I mean? But that's like a very reasonable thing to cry over a failed relationship. Or when you're, you know, taking a, a break day, they're like, oh, well, you're not in your bed. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, uh, I haven't slept in a while, but. Yeah. All cool. I want to do like, is like, stay in, watch yeah. Netflix, eat a bunch of cookies or like chocolate and just like cry and go to bed at eight o'clock. Exactly. And I feel so much, I feel like, I feel like so guilty for wanting to do those things. You know what I mean? That like, it's like, well, it, just like so much is riding on my shoulders. And I don't even know why I feel like that. It's not like anyone like, <laughs> I just feel like a lot's always like riding on my shoulders. And it's always like, oh, well, I have this and this and this to do, and oh, she's doing that. It's, like, just, like, a constant, like, culture of comparison, I feel like. Everything is always, even if you, even if you're not doing it in, like, a negative way, like, towards other girls, even if you're not being, like, I'm better than them, it's always, like, oh, but they're doing that, which means that I have to do this to make up for that, to get to their level of, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's so weird. You're, like, okay, well, they're already doing that. They're head of this club, so I can't be head of that club, which means I have to be captain of this team so that we have an even, like, it's, what is that? Like, I know, it's, like, even with your best friends, mm -hmm. sometimes it just feels, like, at least I find this especially like in IB, um, where everyone is <laughs> is you know smart and and like really good at everything. I think there's such this culture of like of like like really subtle competition. Oh yeah. Where it's like really passive aggressive at times. <laughs> like, I don't know. My friend Bella and you and I do kind of this too, but like we don't really share our grades with each other, which I think is really, really good because I don't know, just in terms of like the whole thing about comparison and like sharing grades and everything, I find that like if you do share grades, then like either you feel bad because you're like, oh shit, like that person got, um, I don't know, like an 100 and I only got like an 85 or whatever. So like you're so much smarter than me. Ah, um, or like that happens, but in reverse to the other person. So yeah. like, I don't know. And you know when like you like do that and and you're like, oh yeah, I got an 85. And then the person's like, oh, I suck. I got a 96, but that's so good. Like don't yeah. even. I'm like, oh. But then when you're in the other person's shoes, you're like, what do I say? I just stop and I'm like, oh, I got a, I got a hundred. And I just look at this person dead in the eye. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, on whatever end you're on, it's uncomfortable. Like it's, you know, yeah. um, for sure. No, IB especially, um, or just like any like rigorous program, it's super weird because it's like this dichotomy of like, I'm with you. We're in this struggle, solidarity sister. And then also like, why the fuck are you doing better than me? Like, <laughs> it's so weird because there's there's so it's so like oh my god ivy oh my god yay we're all stressing over something together because there's there is like a community in that you know in that night before the ia is due that you text someone at three in the morning and you're like i did not know what to do when he said this and then they're like okay i got you you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there's solidity so it's a uh, word solidarity in that but also just like even just like looking at a mark sheet like looking at the math mark sheet i hate like I, I get why he puts it up, but I also hate that he puts it up because I don't want to know how other people are doing, like, their exact marks. Yes, you know what I mean? Like, if I see, if I know the class median or mean, like, I'm cool with that. I like knowing that. But I don't want to see everyone else's marks. And I don't want people to see my marks like that, even if there's no name attached to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems so, like... And I know, like, realistically, they're just numbers and they're just there. And, and I know Kirk doesn't think anything of it, but it's it's... I'm always like, oh, no, no, don't look at them, don't look at them, like, 
like this yeah, is embarrassing. When he, them, when he posted them before the break, I just like, and like we finished our test, I just, I didn't even check them. Everyone was crowded around and I was just like, mm-hmm. you know what, this is just going to make me cry. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, 100%. No. <laughs> like it, it's so, you know, and it's, I just, sometimes too, I feel like, um, I feel like we all go through that so much that we don't even talk about it anymore which isn't like healthy, <laughs> but I feel like it, it's sort of like, well, what am I going to say to you that you're not feeling? You know what I mean? Like how I don't need to explain it to you. You're going through it. You know what I mean? But then it just ends up being unsaid this entire time. Um, but even girl, like my friends that are in regular stream at like my homeschool um, or, or like at, at Malvern or something like that, I'm always like, oh yeah, like how like this happened today. And it'll be something that's like, semi not okay or like semi (laughs) like something like oh I just you know had a panic attack in the bathroom started crying don't even know why back to math class you know what I mean like and it's just like oh yeah I'm just grinding you know like this is what happens in high school and like to some extent like it is and like that's just what happens in terms of like yeah you're gonna get stressed about stuff like grades or whatever Mm -hmm. but then on the other hand (laughs) yeah it's like wait pause (laughs) yeah it's weird because they're like actual health issues like it's not like oh my god I'm getting stressed like it's actual genuine like mental health issues like depression anxiety eating disorders like um all these all these things that we're just like lol you know what I mean like it's like actually like we're we're genuinely like putting ourselves at a health risk to do these things um you know like we're like okay well you know what's gonna make me feel worse you know like pulling an all-nighter or getting a really bad mark on this test you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and somehow our health is always deprioritized in those like give and takes you know so it's like not I don't know it's it's but I don't think of it even like as unhealthy I'm just like, I know. well, everyone has it. Like, it's normal. <laughs> I feel like this year, um, I feel like this year's schools, or, like, just, like, the government in general, has been like, we know these times are so ah. you know, like, make sure to take care of yourself. And then we have so much stuff to do, and I'm just like, bro, what? And the advice <laughs> of, like, guys, drink water, sleep at night, do yoga. Do yoga. Oh, your chakras. Like, yeah, like, we miss you. We're sad that you're not with us, too. Hmm, we're sad. We're sad. sad. Can't, wait Can't wait to see you. And I'm like, okay. This letter was so unhelpful. For <laughs> a plethora of reasons. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what is this supposed to do? You know, like, realistically for me. In terms of mental health, like, in the book I was, that I just mentioned, High Achieving Girls, like, by the time they're six, depression rates are, like, two times higher than depression rates in guys when they're six. Yeah. And I just thought that was, like, really telling about the whole, like, kind of, like, effortless perfection, you know? Like, you have to be perfect in everything, and you have to be the best in everything, mm-hmm. but don't be a tryhard, you know? Exactly. Like, you have to be able to beat the boys without looking like you're trying to beat the boys you know what I mean like you have to and it's weird too because girls are like just in in our culture girls are forcefully matured so much faster you know what I mean like I know there's that thing where it's like girls naturally develop faster than boys but it's also we force them to do that you know what I mean we force them to take more responsibility and say you know what I mean um and I, I just like I remember being eight or nine because that's when I went into gifted um eight or nine and I remember just like having these waves and these spells of just like sadness of just like and like I reached that point last year in school when I um when I said I was I was like, oh my god, this is not gonna be a good story, but <laughs> um, I told my ex-boyfriend, I was like, I feel like I'm doing these things because 
they're expected of me. And because if I don't do them, people are going to ask questions and it's going to be a horrible encounter, not because I want to do them anymore. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like I'm engaged in these things anymore. I just feel like if I don't do them, it'll raise problems. And it's like, it's just what I've always done. Um, and <laughs> his response was, um, no, 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 you like doing them. And I was like, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you're right. Um, but I've been thinking about that more and more now. And I started realizing I'm like these things that I, I do, the clubs that I do. And, and sure, like at times they feel rewarding. But in general, like if I could have an out and no one would know or no one would care or wouldn't impact me at all, would I take that out? And like a lot of the times it's like, yeah, I would take that out. You know what I mean? Like it's not, and I, I feel like I only, I, I force myself to find it rewarding. So I keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, no, but this was, that was, that was fun. Like that was, that was nice, you know? But like, if I could take the out, I would take it. You know what I mean? But it's just so much harder to take the out. And it's like, my self-worth is now attached to it. Yeah. Last year I got, so I kind of went through this too like I got so confused on like whether essentially like everything about me identity was like yeah results of like what I actually wanted or what just like other people what I thought other people wanted me to do exactly like do I even like myself like am I actually do I even know what makes me happy or like am I just doing things to please other people and that resulted in kind of a downward spiral and I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Parts of this book really stood out to me. And one of the parts that I think relates to this is the quote, girls grew up hearing that they could be anything, but they heard that they had to be everything. Mm-hmm. So like, you know how girls grow up and like when you're young, adults say like, what's your dream job? Or like, yeah. or like you could be a rocket scientist. You could be the president. You could be a da 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 and we all heard that, you know, we had to be uh, president of the student council or yeah. like leader of every single club or like highest average in the school or like, exactly, yeah. you know, on every sports team. And like, not only did you have to do those things, but you had to make it look effortless and you had to do them perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Because and like, nobody wants to be labeled a try hard. Nobody exactly. wants to be Why was that such like, a big thing when we were younger? Why was try hard such a big thing? I don't know why, but every time someone would call me that, I would like cut to the bone. Like yeah. I would feel so hurt after that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also so like upsetting too, because you are trying so hard. Like you, you are like in the basic definition of a word, you are try- a try hard because you are trying to uh, like maintain this uh, unattainable standard, you know what I mean? Um, but then, like, hearing it, you're like, oh my god, shut up, like, no, I'm not, like, I didn't even care, you know, like, yeah, that's the point that, like, always gets me, because I think, like, yeah, especially for girls, we're, like, societally conditioned from a young age Mm -hmm. to, to be modest, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you should be the best at everything, but, you can never let on that you know it um, because then you're bossy or then you're like yeah you can never even lead on that you want to be the best you know what I mean even if it's like I aspire to reach this high standard it's like well who do you think you are you know what I mean like why do you like that's wow you know you're power hungry someone's greedy you know like yeah and then like if a little boy acted like that all those same people would be like he's a leader you know that's ambition that quote first of all hit deep you know that's um that's something i'd i'm gonna think about when i go on my next like sunset drive or sunrise drive i cried so much reading this book i was like Uh, yeah that's me and that's me yeah no for sure well it hurts it hurts to see it like verbalized it hurts to be like i thought i was hiding it so well what are you doing exposing me in this book (laughs) Um, yeah. yeah no for sure but i feel like it's always, it's weird. It's like a paradox because in trying to combat sexism, we are forcing this standard 
on girls at the same time like in, in trying to be like oh you can be anything and you can be all this and all that we also we ha we hold girls to this like new high standard of like you can be anything you want to be but we also enforce old traditional views on them where it's like you've got to be ladylike and educated and pretty and smart and all these things you know what i mean and and a lot of times too even if like girls don't really care it because of you know societal standards and the whatever um our worth is attached to how much a boy likes you or how how many boys like you or how your grades are or you know what i mean like you kind of you weirdly like have to have your self-worth depend on something other than yourself yeah. and especially like with seeing with like the internet you see all these super high achieving women all these super like i had three jobs like like reading the lorraine scholarship um past recipients hurt my feelings like it literally i felt so terrible about myself for the next three days yeah. because i didn't get it and because when i read that i was like oh my god why did i ever think i could compete with these people like and and that's like super unhealthy but that's you know something now that like i'm like whoa okay and then going on tiktok and guys being like i only like girls who do this and i only like girls who do that and like da, 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 da. and i'm like oh okay and i have to remind myself i'm like no you don't need to do those things just because like random guy that you saw for like 10 seconds that he thought it was hot like i know but it's it's weird because now it's like okay be super high achieving in your field but also be a great wife and a great mother and look pretty all the time and make time for all of your kids, but always focus on work and put your bag above everything else. And, but make sure you have a good home life and you're also responsible for the well-being of your parents and your, um, and your siblings. Like, especially if you're like the eldest daughter, that's like a whole other responsibility of like taking care of your siblings. I was always like, okay, except my brother's like three years older than me. Like, <laughs> can he be the one to go like I don't know like you always have to have time because it's like well you don't have time to hang out with your friends or me or like you know what I mean or like you don't have time to have a boyfriend or you don't have time to like you have to make yourself available available enough to say yes to like every volunteering opportunity and you know to say yes to every club meeting and to every every job and to every friend and to every like you always have to have extra time to fit yeah. everything in and make everything work and yet you never have enough time to like just like be with yourself mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like yeah because that's like wasted time you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah you're even not like, working towards that even like going back to the whole like male validation thing mm -hmm. literally like it's not like a it's not even just like oh i care too much what people think of me like it is that in some ways but like also we're just taught in like every single aspect that like guys are always right and you even see it in, for example the princess diaries right have you seen it yeah. first of all i just i love that movie i'm just gonna mm -hmm. put it up there because like <laughs> Hathaway, of course no slander here but one of the scenes that like really really makes me sad is her like glow up scene you yeah. know so before she had this like beautiful curly like yeah. very what's the word like voluminous voluminous <laughs> very voluminous like curly hair and these like super round glasses with thick lenses and like, she was cute i'm not gonna lie i thought she was cute yeah i, I agree um, like, yeah. and then they're like they're like oh no this is all wrong this is all wrong and then like at the end of her like glow up scene she has straight hair no glasses no Maybe they took off her braces. Yeah, they took off. I don't know. Yeah. Well, she came out with no braces for sure. Yeah. She did not oh my god, I never noticed that. Why did she come out with no braces? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you don't even need these. It's fine. Like, yeah, it's fine. Mental hygiene. <laughs> what? And it's like, oh, okay. So like, she's a rocket scientist, but until she loses weight and and like straightens her hair and puts on makeup and like is wearing a sexy ass outfit, like. And it's also super, it's, uh, it's like genuinely impossible to, because when you are like, we see it with, you know, Elle Woods, right? Like in, in, um, the lawyer movie. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Legally Blonde. Oh my gosh. 
Ah, the theater kid just disappeared in me. Um, <laughs> so I, I, like, I exclusively watched the musical, which is probably not good, but um, we see it with, like, Elle Woods, where she's so hot. She's super hot, you know, like, super pretty, super just gorgeous, fits the beauty standard, fits the ticket, and she's immediately overlooked. You know, she's immediately overlooked, and she's given no respect. Um, and then she has to really work to, like, prove that she's smart, and she has to go out of her way to prove that she's smart. And these really... Um, a lot of the times I find it like super frustrating ways, you know what I mean, to prove her worth. Um, but then on the flip side, it's like, oh, well, when you sacrifice your fem femininity, you're given like begrudging respect from men. But you also are like, you're degraded in that okay, but you're, you're like this ugly troll woman, you know, who has like, who can't get men and only is like, because it's always like that. It's always like you have to sacrifice your femininity to be listened to. So people won't just brush you off. It's like a, a pretty girl who just is in the wrong place. Like this is a place for men. Like you got lost. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, if you noticed it, but I definitely noticed it in grade nine where not not that like it was like overt sexism or whatever, but I noticed in grade nine where I had this feeling of like, I've got to prove that I should be listened to. You know what I mean? Like I've got to prove that. And it, and it happens like in, in model UN when I go to conferences, when guys speak over me, I literally have to say like, I wasn't finished speaking. You know what I mean? Or like, no, that's wrong or something. But you have to like really work for other people to listen to you. Because even if like for three seconds, you have that little time frame where you're like, okay, guys, I think we should do this. The second a guy decides to speak over you, the attention just automatically shifts. Like you were never speaking at all. But at the same time, you can't seem like a bitch because, mm. like, then you're just, like, written off as well in the same way. In the same way, yeah. Mm. And it's, like, an impossible line to walk. It, it, like, I don't think that anyone could ever walk that line because also it's so, it's such an odd phenomenon that no one thinks you're a bitch until a guy who you, you know, embarrassed or who you said, oh, that was actually incorrect, decides to call you a bitch. And then all of a sudden, this entire time you've been a bitch. Bro, I remember in grade 10, I was like, I went to Pinecrest, like Camp Pinecrest for like the grade nine orientation thing. I was hey. like one of the uh, <laughs> people, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember we were doing a team building exercise. <laughs> I remember I like, had an idea of how to say it and I said it mm -hmm. and like all the girls listened to me and then the guys were just talking yeah and then a guy overheard me say it and he was like hey guys I have an idea why don't we do this like um oh everyone was like oh such a good idea so good and like and that kind of hurt my feelings not gonna yeah. lie like it did hurt my feelings but I felt like I couldn't say that because then well, you can't you can never say that hurt your feelings because then you're not impenetrable you know what I mean like you have to be you have and to be impervious to anything that anyone says you have to be so chill you know because yeah. it's like it's not that big a deal like why are you yeah. making such a big deal out of nothing and it's weird you know <laughs> Taylor Swift um but how she had that interview and she was like you know men react but women can only overreact that's all we can ever do you know what i mean and and i think about that like every day i wake up and that's the first thing that goes in my head but like, <laughs> <Taylor> Swift, <laughs> right. i know i wake up and i'm like mm, taylor swift but it's always like you can never you have to come off as non-threatening it can never be like well is that the best decision because i don't know it's always has to be like well i don't really know because like i don't really know okay so like, i just thought about this so like it might be wrong I but all the time you know when yeah. like any teacher asks a question to our class and then like i've noticed every single girl they start off with this might be wrong but this yeah. is just a guess i'm just throwing this out there mm -hmm. um and then every guy just like says the answer because, yeah like, that is such a good observation because i literally did that today in english class where i was yeah. like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah. literally in all of our comments yesterday okay so yesterday summer and i and our friend bella uh, we were editing people's English essays for, like, an assignment thing, and, like, even yesterday, we were all saying to each other, it was such an unconscious thing, we were, like, oh, like, let's look at what everyone else is doing, because, like, we don't want to be mean. Just to go back to a quote that I have, 
Um, it says, to be an adolescent girl is to never let on that you are proud or that you know you're better at history or biology or French. You put yourself down whenever you can so that people won't feel threatened by you and so they'll like you. It doesn't even occur to you that as you fashion your mask so carefully that it will grow onto your skin and graft itself, come to see irremovable. I want you to bury that quote and never say that to me again because that's that really cut deep. That really was like, look in the mirror, Summer, and see what's wrong with you. Like, that was wow. I know. Yeah. This is why I go to therapy. <laughs> I know. Rachel Simmons, you're articulating it way too well, baby. I don't really know. Like, I literally, like, I'm feeling the tears come to my eyes as I, I know. Yeah. Um, like, about, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I just mean, like, even this, like, why do I feel so hurt that she, like, knows what I'm doing? I know. The part where she says, you put yourself down whenever you can so that people won't feel threatened by you, so they'll like you. Mm -hmm. Bro, as a people pleaser, I feel that so hard. Like, even during, like, virtual class or whatever, then I'll, like, keep my camera on and, like, keep this, like, this, like, frozen smile on my face yeah just to be like okay I'm just like this happy smiley girl in the corner like Mm -hmm. hopefully I don't come off as annoying hopefully I don't come off as like Mm -hmm. like do you know what I mean no for sure because like we're really teenage girls are really not allowed to have anything um the whole bra girl versus hey girly girl thing on TikTok. Yeah, what what was that? I think it's just like, just, yeah, teenage girls can't have anything. Go back to your quote where it says here, like, um, um, it doesn't even occur to you that as you fashion your mask so carefully, it'll grow onto your skin and graft itself to come to seem irremovable. Like, I feel like that just ties in with our whole, like, who am I thing, where... Like, I don't know, it, w- it was it quarantine for you? It was quarantine for me that was like. Yeah, like yeah. during quarantine, <laughs> sometimes I just feel like I'm not allowed to express any emotion other than happiness. Like, I'm good, I'm happy, yeah. I'm smiling all the time. I'm chill. Cause I just think like this whole concept of like, like the bra girl, the chill girl is the girl who, you know, all the guys like because they're just so chill and they go to parties and they get good grades and it's like they're hot and they're sexy and they're like all of these things uh but they don't care about any of that because they do it so effortlessly and they like fuck up with people and they're like chill with not having a relationship Mm -hmm. you know like feelings are just like out the window in terms of like just like Oh, yeah. I never catch feelings or like. Oh yeah, it's like the constant deprioritization of yourself, and they like go to parties, but they never get like drunk or wasted because they're not that girl, yeah. and they like you know are super gorgeous, but like they haven't hooked up with that many guys or like talked to that many guys. And even if they do kiss someone, yeah. they never like it. Never turns into anything more because yeah. they're not a slut. And I mean, like slut. also like. Yeah, it does. And pretty privilege is such a huge thing, too, that, like, I mean, no one wants to talk about, because it's also weird to talk about pretty privilege, because you don't want to say you're pretty. No yeah. one wants to say you're pretty. You can't say you're pretty. If no, you say you're pretty, that you're wouldn't pretty. be modest enough. That wouldn't yeah. be. Exactly. But pretty privilege is a really big thing, where it's, like, it's so, and there's, like, a name for every type of girl. There's a name for every type of girl. It's like, oh, well, she's the granola bitch. Oh, well, she's the the music bitch. Oh, my God, she thinks she's that indie bitch. Like, yeah, everything so is like... Pretentious. She's so... Exactly. Yeah. And it, like, somehow demonizes everything we do. But then when guys do it, it's like, oh, bae. Like, oh, he could get it any day. Like, it's, it's so... And the standards really are different for girls and guys. Like, you see on TikTok, like, all these gorgeous girls going, like just going viral or whatever but you have to be so gorgeous and still even in the comments guys are like I don't get the hype and then like if if a guy just shows like some genuine some genuine like emotion like like I saw this one where this guy was like (laughs) he did this skit where basically he was saying that he wouldn't share his girl's nudes 
with his friends. And then all of the comments below King. were like, King. <laughs> yeah, like King behavior. And, and I saw some people comment like, this is the bare minimum. Because it is. It's the bare minimum. It's not, it's not only the bare minimum. It's literally the only response that wouldn't get you incarcerated. That's like me being like, some guy pissed me off, didn't hit him with my car. I used to be so bad about tying my self-worth to my grades. Like, yeah, I was that person who, um, first of all, I just, I always had a smile on my face no matter my grade. Never could admit that I was disappointed. Never could admit that you know, oh, this test didn't go that well for me, or, like, anything like that. Yeah. Never let on that I was upset. I would get home, go to my room, uh, get into my bed, and just, like, sob for hours, yeah. because, like, oh, maybe I'm not as good enough. Maybe I didn't mm-hmm. work as hard as I should have. Maybe I should have stayed up later to, like, practice more. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, I feel like every time you're like, I'm not deserving of this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't deserve to be an IV. You know what I mean? And all that stuff is so terrible. But 100%, was it quarantine that made you stop doing that? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, like, like before quarantine, like, the first quarantine, like, February, March of 2020, um, I was just, like, in one of the worst mental states that I've ever been in. And, like, why why did we, why do our lives follow the same timeline? And And, like I just I I don't know not gonna lie 2019 was a rough year for many reasons um and then just like after it was over I felt like okay everything is back to more normal so I should feel back to normal too but it doesn't work like that yeah yeah but I wasn't and Mm -hmm. I was angry about it I was angry that I was just, I was so angry. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, nice girls are supposed to feel angry. I mean, I feel you too. 2019 was, was uh, an absolute terrible yeah. year. I, you know why, you know, like it was just, it was so like, it was just like blow after blow after blow. And just like, I, that really impacted my grades and my studying habits. Um, because like, I couldn't study like normal. Like I was restricted in how I could study. I was like, I had this image in my head of myself where I could do this. And all of a sudden a couple bad grades made me feel like everything I thought about myself was like a lie. You know what I mean? And like, wow. Um, And then, and now like the more I I go through it, the more I'm, I'm starting to just, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, you know, I don't care about my grades or something, but now I'm just starting to, it's like not, not like dissociate from them or something like that. That's like way too strong a word, but I'm starting to just like detach myself. And now I'm starting to think, and you know, I'm just having more and more, it's actually my mom really. I'm having these like, you know, just like weirdly deep conversations with my mom where um, I'm like, I don't even know if that would like bring me any sense of fulfillment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, no. And then I started thinking, I was like, what would I do if I didn't feel this obligation to be, you know, insanely successful and all that stuff I'm you might get this uh, I don't know if you do but you know that whole thing where it's like growing up it's always like you have so much potential you know what I mean and to waste that potential is such a grave sin that I feel like to choose the root of potentially my own happiness rather than the root of like success like material corporate success like not to get too death of a salesman in here <laughs> really low but, yeah really low in it but you know I feel like that would I would be wasting the potential that everyone said you know because it's always like well call me when you're prime minister well let me know when you're in charge of the UN <laughs> and it's all well-intentioned but it builds up and all of a sudden it's like right now for example it's like everyone's so worried about like oh which university will I go to mm-hmm. and like I feel like I have to make the exact right decision can't you can't pick the wrong university you cannot yeah and even not even to do with school just like like <laughs> one time one of my teachers I let someone like ask a question before me and one of my teachers was like Molly I wonder why when you're gonna stop being a doormat and that just, like, broke me. <gasps> Can a teacher say that to you? <laughs> well, they did. And, like, even just thinking about that now, that, like, makes me want to cry. Is that in high school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I genuinely enjoy being a nice person and like making the choice to be kind because like that's it just like makes me happy to do that and but like when that teacher said that to me yeah babe um, i am so sorry that's <laughs> a terrible thing for a teacher to say to you yeah it was just it was like it really broke me because like i don't yeah. know i just wonder if people see me as like this yeah like, forgettable mm-hmm do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, for sure. Because it's also like I have no concept of sense of self. Ah, like I have been failing at my at my job of being a nice, chill person. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like it's and I totally get where you're coming from with the whole like I like being nice, I like being kind, but to have to balance that with also like being the leader that everyone says that you are and like being a badass and being you know all these things it's like I can't do all those things at once you know what I mean yeah like I don't know how to do that (laughs) you have to be a superhuman and that's the baseline and if you're not if you can't manage that all without any help Mm -hmm. then you're nothing at all yeah 100% 100% that is the way and that, that's a really important part I feel like you have to do it yourself like you yeah. can't you can't ask for help yeah. and you have to like accept it and like want to do it you have to be like no 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 I got it I got it I've got it you know like yeah because you can never impose on anyone else you can never mm-hmm. be a burden yeah um I and- genuinely don't know how many times I've I've said the words I'm cool I got it it's cool don't worry about it yeah. and then like later that night I'm killing myself to get it all finished like <laughs> And, but, like, even when people say, like, oh, I stayed up till 2 a.m., this mm-hmm. procrastinating doing this, and I pulled an all-nighter, and, like, blah, 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 it's, like, and then the implied thing is, like, but I still got it done, and I still got, like, mm-hmm. perfect. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, like, projecting this image of effortless perfection on, in real life, at school, at home, in social media, and, like, at least for me like if i had been the person i was a year ago that was like the ultimate goal yeah you know yeah yeah and you kill yourself trying to do it you really do um we all do though yeah we it's so ingrained in everything it's so because and it's so like universal Mm -hmm. and so like unspoken and it's so like and on top of that, like, just, like, like being Asian on top of that, too, I always feel like there's, like, an element of, like, tokenism in it, where it's, like, I've got to be like this so that I can, like, you know, I can uh, break that stereotype of, like, you know, Asian girls being, like, meek and quiet and only ever caring about, you know what I mean, and being, like, forgettable and all that stuff. Um, and And that's something that I also really struggle with. And I know a lot of girls of color struggle with it. A lot of people of color just struggle with in general where it's like, you don't, if you want to fit exactly into that stereotype, you should be allowed to, you know what I mean? Because you're not a reflection of your entire community. You know, you're not like a, a token reflection of your entire community. But I think about that a lot. And I always make sure like, it's like, even if I'm not intentional, I'm always like, oh, you know, but make sure you're not conforming to the stereotype or make sure you are conforming to the stereotype or whatever, because you might be the only positive or ne- like, you know, or, or challenge to that stereotype that this person has come in contact to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's like a whole other layer of just like doing things so that doing things for someone other than myself, you know what I mean? And, and that's something that I've had to learn to manage also you know what i mean of 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 being of, of of just being in those situations and and um and having to deal with that as well like on top of the whole girl thing comes that whole like um you know don't conform to the asian stereotype or, or do or something like that but it's it's always it's, it's just so weird like i can't even articulate it right now but um it's so exhausting, you know, always having to just have these things like running in the back of your mind, you know, in the back of every decision you make. Have you like ever experienced 
microaggressions at school because of like all of the clubs that you're involved in and then also just like being Asian and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it can be like tough and it can be really um like again the whole chill girl thing um you've got to you've got to be able to laugh it off and when you don't laugh it off you're uh you know it's like whoa she kind of blew up there you know what i mean but it's it's always tough too because a lot of things that i work for are kind of like written off it's like oh well it's, you know she's asian so like uh, yeah, you know, she's so smart like yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, also, I killed myself to get this essay done, but all right, you know. But it's also just, you know, microaggressions in, in, in terms of race. Like, Monarch is, um, it's more blatant now, Monarch, than you would kind of think. Um, but, like, for example, I mean, this didn't happen to me, but it happened to my friend where the vice principal kept referring to her by her last name. And not her first name and it was an ethnic name and that that's just something that would never happen to to a white person you know what i mean yeah. and i don't want to hear about you know the noodles you ate for dinner last night like i really don't care like <laughs> i don't know why you feel the need to fucking tell me that yeah um but again you got to be chill with it you know what i mean you got to be like you, like I'll, like the way i into that is be like why are you telling me this you know what i mean um yeah. and, and like, like i'll laugh it off way. yeah yeah exactly like i'll laugh it off but also part of me is just like what like what was that interaction we just had like what do you mean you know what i mean like there was this one time that this guy told me um or he told one of my friends he didn't even tell me this he told one of my friends um he was like yeah summer is so pretty she's she's like she's like white girl pretty yeah, it was on one yeah, it was on one UI conference, and I don't even, I, I, uh, and, and she told her that, and I literally just, I didn't even know how to respond, I was like, what the, f he didn't say it to my face, so luckily I didn't have to deal with that then, but I didn't even know how I would respond, because what, what do you do when someone says that you're pretty enough, he said she's almost pretty enough to be white girl pretty, that was his exact words, and I'll never forget what it felt like for her to say that to me, or for me to, um, and she was a white girl and she laughed it off and she thought it was so funny and she thought it was hilarious and she was like yeah and I just like laughed and I was like oh my god like what and I just looked at her for a second and then she kind of stopped laughing and I just I didn't even know what to say like I didn't speak after that for a while because I was so like what and it was like traumatizing to a point you know and obviously you know you're angry and you're upset and all that stuff but it's also just like man you know what i mean like damn and then but you're the chill girl so you pick it up and you move on you know what i mean and it's like yeah because you can never be angry yeah or you'll be labeled like i guess especially for you as like an asian woman it's like do you ever feel like do you ever feel like that kind of contributes to like the pressure you feel to like like don't be labeled as the the smart Asian girl, but then don't be labeled as the like quirky, fetishized Asian girl. Yeah, yeah. Don't no, be labeled as like as like the stone cold Asian girl who like doesn't yeah. talk to anyone. It's weird because like the there's so much fetishization about like Asian women being complacent, um, and there's like a whole history about that, and you know, and it's but you know what I mean, and and then there's also this like. Asian woman like dragon lady thing and then there's this like Asian woman AGB thing and then there's this um Asian woman like uh like cute like kawaii thing you know and there's all these things and, and I I always want to like break those stereotypes because I always want to be that person who challenges those stereotypes in my own like personal form of defiance against against them um and, and that's definitely something that contributes to my like whole concept of perfection and things like that, where it's like, I want, I want you to know that not everyone fits that. And I want you to actively, I want you to when, when you think about those stereotypes, think like, oh, okay, well, not everyone fits them because of, of summer, you know what I mean? But that's a big responsibility to have you know what i mean and that's not something that i should have to have and i recognize that that that's not my responsibility like as an individual like if someone's going to stereotype 
uh, the Asian community in general or any minority community in general, that's not something that you are personally responsible for dealing with. You know what I mean? Um, But, you know, and then I, I just think like, how difficult it must be for black women, you know, to not be labeled as an angry black woman when there's so much oppression and they face and you know what I mean? To, to have to deal with that is astronomical. Like I couldn't even think about that, but that definitely is something. And, and I think a lot of like, a lot of, there's a lot of like normalized racism towards Asians where it's like, well, that wasn't even racist. Like, that was a joke. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, did you eat my dog last night? Like, what the, f- what is that? Like, why, why is that okay? And, and I had another Asian friend who didn't really care about school all that much. And so she didn't try that hard. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, you're not even Asian. Like, they're going to disown you. Like, that's not like, oh, my God, do you get beat when you go home? Like, oh, my God, you're not going to get dinner. It's like, yeah, I am. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's so weird. But it's like those little things too that I just, I built, and it gets me so angry. Like it genuinely gets me so upset and so hurt, but I never say that. You know what I mean? It's always just like, oh, shit happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like more than shit happens. Like that shit was hurtful. That shit was traumatizing. You know what I mean? For, I was 14 when he said I was white girl pretty. You know what I mean? And 14 seems so old to us because again, girls are forced to mature faster. But then you think of like a 14 year old boy and you're like, that's a baby. That's like a baby. That's like, but for a girl you're just like oh yeah she's 14 you know what I mean and yeah like the young woman versus like Mm. like pre-teen boy you know what I mean like it's so it's so weird but I I just like and now being 17 and that's not even that far away that's three years but in terms of like emotional maturity or whatever um I was like wow like yeah that did take a toll on me you know what I mean to hear that like you're you're so pretty for an Asian girl that you're almost reaching white girl pretty was so like it's need to be able to succeed in all aspects of their life like Mm -hmm. without sacrificing themselves Mm -hmm. in order to succeed yeah Again, not to go back to death of a salesman too much. But yeah. Everyone has a different definition of success. Of, of success. Like the girl check. I know. Wow, such a deep talk. I haven't had one of those in a while. I know. It's so nice. Like, I think one of the good things about doing this podcast is it forces me to talk to people. Where, like, in quarantine, it's been like a good way to make sure that, like. I do still talk to people, so. For sure, 100%. It, it, it can't just be like, oh, teen girls are stressed, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be more than that. Yeah. Um, because perfection is just unrealistic, and you are a human being, and you deserve to feel human. Uh, and you're worth so much more than yeah. what you perceive yourself to be. And you, like, deserve to be happy. Like, genuinely, like, not, like, I feel happy, like, wake up in the morning and be content type happy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry if I ranted way too much. I just got really upset. No, don't apologize. Oh, yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's unconscious. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. This really was fun. I miss